Yo, 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 we are back. Episode number 44, 444. Kicking the door, waving the 44. What the 44 is this Bible today? <laughs> Welcome right. back to the Not the Same Podcast Bible Study. Like I said, episode number 44, hosted by this one word, Mr. C. Micah, and that one word over there, Mr. Rob Redeem. What up, bro? Hey, man, I'm chilling, bro. How you feeling? Man, I can't complain, man. Uh, I'm very happy to be here. Yeah, <laughs> very man. happy to be here, man. Uh, do us a favor if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube. Uh, which we are on both tonight. Do like you see on the screen and hit that like button as well. Hit that subscribe button. And while you subscribe, go ahead and hit that notification bell. Or if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, whatever, man, leave us a comment, man. Let us know you there. Give us a rating. You know what I'm saying? We need to get that five-star rating. I'll be forgetting to say that. We don't. We, we, do. are, we have not forgot about our audio-only listeners. Salute to y'all, man. We appreciate yeah, y'all. Yeah, yeah. We appreciate it. We numbers. appreciate it. We see yeah, the numbers. Yeah. We appreciate subscribe to them real. too. So when we be talking yeah. about subscribe, subscribe to your um podcast. If you iPhone, go what's ahead up, and iTunes. Fudge? fudge was good. Um, what up, D B? was good. If you um Android and you got um Spotify or whatever you get your streaming, yeah. you know um um listening pleasures from, please subscribe to the Not the Same podcast. We also yes, want to give a shout out to Praise Three Sixty Five Radio rebroadcasters of the Not the Same podcast. Parable Radio, RYC Praise News, um, His Hop yep. um, Podcast Network, yes, um, um, The Takeover. Some of these folks don't necessarily rebroadcast the Bible study, but we still yeah. want to give them their props for um, 520 Collective. We still want to give them their props and our graciousness of um, them rebroadcasting us. Yes, yes and there's a support. That's what it is, the support. I'm going to get it, it together. Out. And shout out to all you guys that watch us regularly, man. We appreciate y'all. We say it every show, but we really do mean it. We can't do it without you. With that being said, man, let's get into the subject at hand. But before we get into it, let's take some time to pray. Father God, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for this Bible study. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for the richness and the greatness of your word that you yes, left Lord. for us to be able to read and give us impact and give us life, give us healing, give us joy, give us peace, Lord. And we thank you, Father God, in this Bible study, you will bring to light more realities about your your healing power in the word of God and what's been promised to us as his as your children father God and we thank you Lord Jesus that we are able to grab these things receive these things and operate in these things in your son's name Jesus amen amen yes sir so let's go into it. What we are talking about tonight is healing is the children's bread. Healing is the children's bread. That is a very familiar saying that you've heard if you've been in the realm of uh, Christian Christianity. You know, you hear people right. say that healing is the children's bread. But what does it really mean? We need to know about that. And I know for a lot of people, healing is a controversial topic, which it should not yes. be. It is totally ignorant to me that it's controversial that a good God that loves us, that actually created us informed us out of molded us as clay could actually put us back together again and repair us it should not be such a shocking astounding thing like oh my god somebody was healed uh, i mean yeah he's the creator but let's dig into it and let's find out some of the promises and uh some of the attributes of where this came from so let's start as we normally start we start with the uh webster's definition of healing so here we go yeah. right here the Western definition of healing is, Rita, the active process of curing or of restoring the health to yes. the process of getting well. It's pretty self-explanatory. So if you yeah. are sick, the restoring to help what causes you to get back healthy, that is the healing process or the process that helps you to get healthy is the healing process. Now, from the beginning and from the jump of this whole thing, I want everyone to know this. It is not wrong to take medicine. <laughs> and I, I know I say that laughing and all that, but a lot of people believe that it's like I'm not trusting on God because I'm using means. Here's the here's the deep thing. God created no. the people that made medicine. 
and sometimes it's okay. He will use the medicine to help us. One thing I do every time I'm sick, I pray for the medicine I'm taking. I say, I thank you, Lord. It go from the natural use to the supernatural use to aid the healing of my body. All healing comes from God, but there's uh, millions of ways and methods that assist that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got anything on that, brother? I, I no, know that's hey. the first point, but, you know. No, I mean, it's the first point, and it's the truth. I mean, God healed me from cancer, but you best believe I sat there through um, the chemo. I didn't have to do radiation, right. praise God, but right. I did sit there through the the chemo process, and um, I'm yeah. still in remission. So, yeah. All right, biblical definition of healing. All right. Uh, it'll be in Matthew 15, 26. We'll be going there in a minute. But this scripture uh, illustrates. Hold on. You just it, skipped it, all over the definition. Uh, I was about to right, read I'm it. Read I got it out because right I had it up me. there. But the definition I got, is. I got you. Okay, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. The um, heal, biblical definition of healing is the word heal and healing means to make solid or whole. In the Bible, it means the restoration of health, the making whole or well, whether physically, mentally, or spiritually. In yeah. the Old Testament, the Lord God, Yahweh, alone was the source of all healing. In every yeah. aspect of his life, man is dependent on the Lord God alone. Yes, we said Yahweh. You yes, folks. We ain't even getting to that. <laughs> all right, next we are going to, this is basically the base scripture of uh, where we say healing is children bread, and that is Matthew 15, uh, 26, but we will be reading 21 through 28 there's a whole story behind this and it kind of illustrates this whole thing that what we're getting into so we gonna go to matthew 15 and 21 matthew 15 and 21 the subtitle is the faith of the canaanite woman go ahead brother all right jesus went away from there and withdrew into the region of tyre and Sidon. and the canaanite woman from the region came out and began to cry out saying have mercy on me lord son of god son of david my daughter is severely demon possessed but he did not answer. My bad. Let me let me roll it up for you. There you go. Yeah, I got you. But he did not answer her with even a word. And his disciples mm -hmm. came up and urged him, saying, "Send her away because she keeps shouting at us." But he answered and said, "I was sent only to the um, the lost sheep of the house of Israel." But she came and began to bow down before him, saying, "Lord, help me." I'll let you scroll a little bit. Yet he answered and said, "It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs." Keep going. Okay. And she said, yes, Lord, but please help for even the dog's feet are the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Then Jesus said to her, oh, woman, your faith is great. It shall be done for you as you desire. And your daughter was and her daughter was healed at once. Now, the reason being that Jesus did not answer and it wasn't because he was being mean or being evil. Jesus came for the house of Israel, basically the Jews at that time you know they weren't called jews then but the house of israel he was claiming for them and the people that was outside of the house of israel if you ever heard this word they call gentiles so this mm -hmm. lady was basically what you call a gentile outside of the covenant this is somebody we could say like in a sense like people that weren't even saved right 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 but this this op this great key that moved the hand of God in this particular situation is this thing called faith. We're going to talk about yep. it a lot more in this thing within this uh, Bible study. But this woman's faith moved the hand of God. And he said, oh, woman, your great, your faith is great. It shall be done for you as you desire her desire. And her daughter was healed. Now, the statement where it say take uh, it's not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. A lot of people, when they say the children's bread, they saying, you know, this is for the bread for the children of the other of the, uh uh, son of God, not son of God, Jehovah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Of God. This is for the children of God, the bread, and the bread is healing. And he said it's not good to give it to the dogs. And he wasn't literally calling that woman, <laughs> you dog. Right. He wasn't really saying that. What he was basically saying, you are outside of the covenant. But her faith was so strong, he was like, you know what? Hey, I can even get these crumbs. So yeah, get one of these crumbs, and her daughter was healed. Now, we can be real deep about this, just a crumb. Yeah. Raise that daughter. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Go ahead, bro. I think the other thing it shows, if you want to put it in today's time, um, it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, or what you've been, or yeah, what you've man. done. If you got faith and yeah. you call on the name of the Lord, he's not going to turn his back on you. No. Like, she kept persisting. Some people, mm -hmm. they pursue God and don't get him the way they right. think they should. They don't get the yes. feeling. They don't get the whatever. And then they just be like, see, I knew he wasn't real and give mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. Persistence You dig what yes. I'm saying She kept yeah. coming like Look Forget what you're talking about I'm trying to catch this I need my daughter to be healed And I know yeah. that you Can do That's that I know that you have the power To do so yes, And sir. um 
she kept pursuing and 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 i think that's real big even in today for us as saints this mm-hmm. should be this should be a, a a standard you should always be in pursuit regardless of what if you hear a no continue to seek his face on when that yes does come in his timing so yeah. persistence is key persistence is key in dealing with these things with healing we're going to get into this a little bit later, but healing comes in like two different, two major ways. And basically by a sovereign move of God, for example, Rob got healed of cancer. Rob was in a backslidden state at that time. So yep. he wouldn't even like, yo, God, come heal me or whatever. My man was like, man, forget all this. <laughs> God just did it anyway. You know, his yeah. choice, his. And when people say sovereign, it means his choosing, like God's choosing. And then yeah. you can get healed by faith by basically you. Leaning on his promises and statues and pulling on him. An example of that is like one of the uh, examples of healing that happens in the Bible where it say, you know, the one with the issue of blood, she pressed through the crowd and she kept saying in her heart, if I just touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. And then she touched the hem of his garment. He was she was healed. And Jesus didn't even know who touched her, touched him, him. He turned around and said, who touched me? Right. So they even had nothing to do with his choosing. They had something to do with her pulling on him. Right. And uh, and one more thing is this. A lot of people, when it comes to healing, we get hung up on. Is it his will? And what would make you think he he would be willing for you to die? What makes you think that? What makes you think he's willing for you to be diseased in, 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 in a diseased state when he is the healer? He created healing. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of us get caught up in, you know, there's different denominations and churches that that don't like the. Uh, flamboyant talk about healing And they throw out all healing As if it don't exist But this is a biblical godly thing That God created <laughs> You know what I'm saying To help yeah. restore his children So with that man We just hey. uh, Go ahead bro No no I'm sorry for cutting you off Um, it, Can you scroll back Because you just said something that's key And then we can move on man But it just okay. hit me It says um, what the disciples said um, Da 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 Oh, but he um he did and not answer a word. And his disciples came up and urged him, saying, Send her away because she yeah. keeps shouting at us. Right. This is my right. point with what you said. Some people go get so caught up that when people are flamboyant, they dismiss it all. And yes. you gotta yes. not let people who are flamboyant stop you. You mm-hmm. did what I'm saying from mm-hmm. reaching God's healing. His disciples mm-hmm. was with him. Yes. They were saying, Send her away. Shoot, she's shouting right. at us. Tell her to go shut up somewhere. Who she, is she kept pre yeah, who is she? She, But mm-hmm. she kept pressing. And I guess my point to everybody is, if you've been to one of those radical churches that was out of order and maybe thought they were in order, whatever the mm-hmm. case may be, don't let that stop you from receiving your blessing. You got to keep pressing. That's right. what I got when I just heard you say that about the flamboyantness pushes people away sometimes. Yes, it does. All right, let's continue on. Cause we can. This could be the whole message. Right. <laughs> right here. All right, next we will be going to uh, healing in the Old Testament. So we're going to give some examples of healing in the Old Testament. Now, Hebrews is not in the Old Testament, but it's just a good scripture. So I just threw that one on there. Uh, we will be going to Genesis 21 through 8, then Exodus uh, 15 and 26, then Psalms 103, 1 through 5, Psalms 91, 1 through 10, Proverbs 4, 20 through 22. Then we end on Hebrews as we move into New Testament stuff. Uh, right. You got anything on that as I scroll? Yeah, yeah you said brother. it's um, Genesis 21 through 18 for just no, our listening audience. No, no, yes, you had said 1 through 8, but I'm just saying it's 1 through oh, 18 yeah. for those who on audio only. All right. Let's get into it. Rita, is you ready? <laughs> I got to be. <laughs> All right. Get these now, Hebrew Abraham, names out the system, brother. Here right, right. <laughs> now, Abraham journeyed from there toward the land of um, Negev and settled between Kadesh and Shur. Then he mm-hmm. lived for a time in Gerar. And Abraham said to his wife, Sarah, she is my sister. So Abelak, king of Gerar, yeah, Abelak, yeah, king of Gerar, sent men and took Sarah. <laughs> But God came to um, Abimelech mm. in a dream of right uh, of the night and said to him, behold, you are a dead man because of the woman whom you have taken for she is married. I'll let you scroll up for a minute, bro. I think you went up. Did you go, go up too far? Yeah, there you go. Right now, Abimelech had not come near her and he said, Lord, will you kill a nation even though blameless? Did he himself not say to me, she is my sister? And she herself said, he is my brother. In the integrity of my heart and the innocence of my hands, I have done this. 
Then God said to him in a dream, yes, I know that in the integrity of your heart you have done this, and I also kept you. I also kept you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not let you touch her. Now then, return the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you, and you will live. But if you do not return her, know that you will certainly die, you and all who are your and who are all yours. Mm-hmm. So Abimelech got up early in the morning and called his servants and told all these things in their presence. There we go. Okay, all these things in their presence, and the people who were greatly frightened. Then Abimelech called Abraham and said to him, What have you done to us, and how have I sinned against you, that you have brought on me and on my kingdom a great sin? You have done, you have done to me things that ought not be done. And Abimelech said to Abraham, Well, that's scroll. Yeah, my bad. Here we go, right here at the top. And Abimelech said to Abraham, What have you encountered that you have done the, this thing? Abraham said, because I thought, surely there is no fear of God in this place and they will kill me because of my wife. Besides, she's she actually is my sister, the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother. And she became my wife. And it came about when God calls me to wander from my father's house. There we go. That I said to her, this is the kindness of which you will show to me everywhere we go. Say of me, he is my brother. Abimelech then took sheep and oxen and male and female servants and gave them to Abraham and returned his wife, Sarah, to him. Hold on. Uh, There we go. Abimelech said, behold, my land is before you. Settle wherever you please. To Sarah, he said, look, I have given you your brother a thousand pieces of silver. It is your vindication before all who are with you and before everyone you are and before everyone you are cleared. Then Abraham prayed to God and God healed Abimelech and his wife and his female slaves so that they gave birth to children. For the Lord had completely closed all the wombs of the household of Abimelech because of Sarah's Abraham's wife. So what's happening here? Abimelech had seen Sarah, thought she was pretty. Now, a previous chapter said uh, Abraham was like, yo, tell everybody you my sister. It really was his half sister back, back in those days. It was different. So but. He went, she went like close sister, right? So he was like, hey, tell everybody you my sister so nobody won't kill me to take you because she was pretty. That's why That's yeah. why he basically was around there lying because she was pretty. And he was like, look, I'm an old dude. I should be having this pretty woman, basically. Yeah. And then what happened here was because uh, the uh, Abimelech saw her and said, look, yo, that's going to be my wife. <clears throat> he was about to go into her, which means have sex with her. God came to him in the dream and stopped that and be like, yo, you sleep with her, you're going to bring sin across the, the whole, you're going to bring sin on you and your whole nation, basically, because of what you do. And he's like, yo, I didn't even know. You know what I mean? Why is right, you even, right. you know, yo, 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 I'm, I'm righteous, fam. I give her back. <laughs> you know, so look, I'm going to give her yeah. back and you some money. <laughs> and you take your, you and your donkey and y'all get on up out of here. But th- this is the thing where uh, the healing <laughs> came <laughs> in. <laughs> Y'all get on up out of here. Well, listen, this is where the healing came in. Because of the sin that they were about to do, all their wounds were closed. Basically, they was barren. They weren't going to have no children. And the healing came from when Abraham prayed to God after what had happened, their wounds were opened up. They was able to have children again. But this shows, it it shows when we say God is not, you cannot be perfect. and He still will be moving on your behalf. Obviously, Abraham was not perfect. He stood up his straight line saying, this is my sister because he think because he's in fear that somebody's yeah. going to knock him off yeah. to take his wife. And God still protected him because he's in covenant with Abraham. And the healing came forth. Like I say, he went from barren to unbarren or basically able to have children. Go ahead, bro. Now, I just see the mercy and the mercy and grace on God, even in Abraham, because, again, this shows what we always talk about. You don't have to be perfect for God to protect you and use you out right. of fear because he was walking in fear. And out of fear, he lied. And, you know, I mean, God still spared his life. And what was meant for bad ended up being a blessing because they came on, you know, um, Abimelech ended up blessing them with, you know, um, some money, money, you know, money and land, basically. Mm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it it worked out in the end. But, yeah, it just shows the mercy of, uh, of God even back then. All right, now we're going to Exodus 15 and 26. This is something you can read and pray over yourself about diseases. Go ahead, brother. Right. Number 26. And he, 
<clears throat> and he said, if you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight and listen to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases of which I have put on the Egyptians, for I, the Lord, am your healer. Plain and simple, God is the healer, and the disease that came on the Egyptians was because they was basically enslaving the children of God, and uh, yeah. they, they was getting punished. But none of these are coming towards them because uh, if you listen to my voice and do what is right in my sight, then I will put none of these diseases on you, and I am your healer. God is your healer. God healing operating in the Old Testament. Healing operating in the Old Testament. That was Exodus 15 and 26. Next, we go on to Psalms. Which is another name for Jehovah Rapha. Yes, sir. Uh, yep. We're going to Psalms 103, 1 through 5. Palms, as Rob has said before. Yeah, and joking, folks. I didn't say yeah. that. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's a joke. And I, I'm joking. It's, it's, <laughs> please, no deepness, no deep anointing. <laughs> 103, uh, 1 through 5. And it reads, here we go, brother. My bad. I went All up a right. little too far. Here we go. Bless the Lord, my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Good song. Bless the Lord, my soul, and do not forget any of his benefits. Yes, sir. <clears throat> who pardons all your guilt, who heals all your diseases, who yes, redeems sir. your life from the pit, who crowns your you with favor and compassion, who satisfies your years with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. Amen. Another thing that you pray over yourself. One, one, no, he heals all of your diseases, redeems your life from the pit. The pit he's talking about, hell, redeems your life from hell and also satisfies your, satisfies your years with good things. So your youth is renewed like eagles and eagles are like one of the strongest, massive birds. You know, is the sign, yeah. it is the uh, not mascot, but it's the word I'm thinking about in my head for the America for America. It's, yeah. a, it's a bird Symbolism. of strength. Yeah. It's a symbol of strength. You know, the eagle and they fly and they and look, you want to be renewed like the eagle. <laughs> we yeah. want to be renewed. We I don't want to get and I say this all the time. I refuse to. I don't plan to. And I will not operate in getting old before my time. I will always be youthful. I always try my best to be youthful. A lot of us get old quick because we decide in our mind it's over for me. I'm old. And then you start getting yeah. old. You know what all right, next we go into uh, Psalms 91, 1 through 10. Give me a second while I go there. No, no, you, you're good to go. When we talk about renewing like eagles, you know, we talked about peace in the storm on the last Bible study. One thing mm -hmm. eagles do when you talk about renew, when there's storm clouds, eagles actually fly above the storm high and wait it out higher, mm -hmm. above, high above the clouds to wait yep. out the storm. And once it subsides, then they come back down so they can finish doing what they were doing. Psalms 91, 1 through 10. Here we go, brother. One who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will lodge in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For it is he who rescues you from the net of the trapper and the deadly plague. I'll let you. Yeah, there we go. He will cover you with his pinions. <clears throat> excuse me. And under his wings, you will take refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and wall. You will not be afraid of the terror by night or of the arrow that flies by day or by the plague that stalks in darkness, or of the destruction and the, de the devastates at noon. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right side, but it shall not approach you. You will only look on with your, <clears throat> you will only look on with your eyes and see the retaliation against the wicked. For you have made the Lord my refuge, the, for, yeah, for you have made the Lord my refuge, the most high, your dwelling place. 10. Okay, no evil will happen to you, nor will any plague come near you. Once Ten. again, what up, uh, J.K.? It's good to see you, brother. And my wife say youth is renewed. Yeah. Yes, uh, yes, yes. This is <clears throat> another declaration. One thing that is very important in the sense of healing is declaring things in the word of God. There is promises. There Boy. is a, a, I don't know the right word for it, but an activation of your faith by what you say. Like mm -hmm. what you believe in your heart, like it says in the Bible, what you believe in your heart will come out your mouth. Right. Mm -hmm. So you got to speak these things. It is important. This is this is an, it is important what you speak. And I'm not saying this in a in a doctrinal sense. I'm saying this is a biblical sense. If you believe it, you should speak it. You know what I'm saying? And, yep. you know, other scriptures say, I believe, therefore I speak. So when you really yeah. believe something, you'll start talking about it. Just like when you really get happy about something, you meet a little, if you uh dating and you meet somebody new and you get happy about it, you tell everybody, man, you know she do this. Man, you know she do this. Man, you know she do. Because it's in your heart now. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's in your heart yeah. now. So it's coming out your mouth. So it should be the same way about healing. Now, here's the kicker about this. God gave me this message while I was sick. I'm just now getting over being sick. But right. he want me to do a message on healing. <laughs> Go figure, right? And I had to stand on these same things that I'm talking about right now that uh, right now literally in my life. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, uh, you these things are declared. These things you can read and declare of yourself. No, any player could come near me. And the thing where it said, too, for you have made the Lord my refuge, right? We ain't made the Lord like literally made shape the lord it means we have uh put up the lord as our refuge that's what it means not that you made the lord because some people get confusion confused by the literation right there you know you yeah. made the lord no i didn't make the lord i have made the lord like i may rob i may rob my best friend you right, see what i'm saying right, i didn't literally right, make right. rob i just declared hey that's my best friend that's, that's what right, i'm saying right right now that you you speaking it bro to talk even more would just be to be bumping my gums at this point that's right on point <clears throat> Proverbs 4, 4, 20 through 22, where we're hitting next. If you read along or you can be watching with us, 420 through 22. Uh, we put these scriptures on the screen because we never want people to just take our word for it. You know right. what I'm saying? We want you to read the Bible. You know what I'm saying? And uh, understand what's being spoken over you. So Proverbs 420. I'm not on Proverbs 20. I'm in the wrong yeah. chapter. My bad, brother. My bad. Jumbling up my 20s. <laughs> All right. Proverbs 4, 20 through 22. Here you go. Here you go, bro. You need to pay attention to this first. My son, pay attention to my words. <laughs> my son, pay attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. They are not yes. to escape your sight from your sight. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Yes. For they are life to those who find them and healing to all their body. That is so Yes. Listen to this. What this is saying that the word of God is literally healing to your body. And it is. It is literally healing to your body. Have you ever noticed? <clears throat> I can give an example. You ever notice if you've been sick and you've been down, you watch service and someone is really preaching the word of God. You find out you feel a little better. You feel yeah. happy. You know what I'm saying? You find a little joy, a little ump in your step. It is not just because it's excited. The word brings life. The, the word is literally life. You feel what I'm saying? The life yeah. and the breath and the strength of God is in this word. So we need to do as is saying in Proverbs. I believe David wrote the Proverbs. Uh, uh, yeah, I believe David wrote the Proverbs. But where it says that you supposed to keep, they are not to never escape your sight. The word, other words, you ain't gonna know. You don't need to ever forget what the word is saying. Keep them in the yeah. midst of your heart, like I was saying earlier. When something is in your heart, it comes out your mouth. For it is yeah. life to all those who find them, and healing to all their body. This is the truth, man. Look, I'm not saying this just because I'm saying this. Now I've really experienced this in my life. I've experienced healing in my like Rob literally has experienced healing in his life. He had cancer. He don't have it no more. I've seen it in my life. My wife has experienced. This experienced it my mother i've seen many people <laughs> i've seen yep. literal i've I'm, I'm 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 a hold on i'm getting a little ahead of myself next scripture getting a little stirred up all right uh lastly yeah, we're going we to hebrews yeah. 13 and 8 brother yeah. just to hebrews let you know 13 to 8 yeah and thank you the thing ahead, about brother. find them uh, i want to tell y'all something you know how you find them you need to study to show yourself approved that's another yes, reason sir. why we put these scriptures up here it's very important that you know it for yourself because when you're sick you can't you you need to know where you need to turn to. You need to know where you can go because you can't be like, hey, I remember such and such said like you got to know mm -hmm. this for your own. When something's in your heart and you have a relationship, you know them, you know their characteristics and what they want to do for you. And that's what the word of God does. OK, we put up uh, Hebrews 13 and 8 and it's only for this reason. I'm going to read this one, Rob. It said yeah. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. So, and do not be misled by various strange teaching, for it's good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by fools through which uh, we were so occupied, occupied and were not benefited. Basically, what this is saying, just like we was reading in the Old Testament, is the same now. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's why I put that scripture in there. I know it's not Old Testament, but I want you to know whether it's the Old Testament or the New Testament, this is the same God. They're doing yep. the same healing. And what we're going to get into through all the healings of Jesus, because one of the main, main things that Jesus did, because they wanted Jesus to come and tear up, you know, take the kingdom for the king of David and tear up the kingdom. And Jesus came and healed and set free. 
That's mainly yeah. what he did. Healed and set free. Most, I say at least 70% of his miracles was healings. <laughs> you know what I mean? The miracles that he was doing. There's a lot of things that he was doing. And I say this. There's one person in the Bible we say our life is supposed to be an example of. We're supposed to be like, it's Jesus Christ. And I say 70% of the things that Jesus was doing was healing. And this is yep. the biggest thing we argue about in church. Think about that. Yep. Biggest thing we Amen. argue about in church. And we're supposed to be like Jesus, right? Not saying we're going around healing everybody as we got the power. He has the power. But as we read in the scripture, the same power that rested on him rests on us. And I can pray for my brother. I've literally prayed for Rob before when he was sick. When we, one of our in our early friendship, <laughs> yeah. one of the things I did when I was house lay hands on my brother, pray for my brother. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. to be like I'm special and all that. No, my brother was sick. I'm supposed to pray for. Him. That's what the Bible says. That's what we're right, supposed right. to do. You know what I mean? All right. Next, we'll be going to uh, one First little, Corinthians. Yeah, First Corinthians yeah, one one three eleven. Oh, you well, got, got something slide else? for it. God is the only source of healing. That's one thing I want to say. God is the only source of healing, but it comes in different ways. And what I mean by God is the only source of healing, the devil is not going to heal you. I don't care how bad you think that preacher is and he's off and all that. The devil don't heal. The devil comes to kill, steal and destroy. Jesus said, I come that they may have life and that more abundantly. Yep. Life and abundantly is healing, deliverance, freedom, peace, joy, happiness and all that. Yep. Death. Yep. Disease is not life more abundantly. So God didn't come to give you that. You get what I'm saying? Those things that come, that come from the enemy or mismanagement of your flesh. And what I mean by mismanagement of, the, of your flesh, if you eat fried chicken every day, <laughs> there's a high possibility you're going to have high blood pressure. 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 Yep. High cholesterol. Right. Yep. God ain't got nothing to do with that. That's you. You chose to eat fried chicken every day. Now, he may have gave you wealth. <laughs> and you was ignorant with your wealth And ate fried chicken every single day But the end result is that So a lot of sicknesses we deal with Are either And when they say hereditary things Hereditary stuff All that means you eat the same thing other people ate That is more than that The stuff in your blood I know they say yeah. that But a lot of things get in your blood Because of what you eating And us black people We like fatty stuff <laughs> yeah. We like our fatty stuff My wife get on my head all the time Baby I need you to eat something at home She was got on me last night You know because I'm on the go Rob know this I'm always on the go And I need something on the go And I can judge how long it's going to take Because I can be at the next place I want to be at At that time mm -hmm. But it is important what you put in your body Because garbage in garbage out And us people Especially people of color Especially people of color who are Christians Don't like to deal with that part of our bodies And then we be Cursing and rebuking the devil saying the devil brought me this and brought me this cancer and all that And yes, he is the root source of that But some of this root source of that dumb stuff we doing and like jerry said I agree with you jerry fried foods is so good, but so bad. Yes, it is It is Miss <laughs> <laughs> dingle says good evening says she say say that for the people in the back And you know people of color we love that because we have church and food a lot of us grew up with church and food It's all in the same place. You know what i'm yeah. saying have church all day then we have food after church And a lot of times Went like no Greek salad <laughs> Nah dog This was some greens Beans Mashed potatoes And all that And uh yeah. You know It is what it is Alright we'll be going To 1 Corinthians 1 And 1 1 through 11 And then we'll go to Matthew 8 16 Through 17 And we'll be going Through a whole lot of scriptures And I'm positive We ain't getting through Everything today But We'll get this thing started We'll get this thing started Alright let me get this straight. Here we go. Let's go, brother. All right. Paul called an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God and our brothers, um, Sathenius. That's what it's going to be tonight. Um, to the church of God, which is in Corinth, <laughs> to those who have been sanctified in Christ Jesus, yes. saints, by, saints by calling with all who in every place call on the name of Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours. Well, these greetings be be brutal hey, sometimes. Man, they, talk, they used to talk different back in the day, brother. <laughs> Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God, which was given you in Christ Jesus, that in mm -hmm. everything you were 
which was giving you, I'm sorry, that in everything you were enriched in him in all speech yes. and knowledge, yes. just as the testimony concerning Christ was confirmed in you. I'll let you scroll so I don't get lost, brother. Okay, brother. Uh, be at the top here. Yep. And I'm going to start it. Just as the testimony concerning Christ confirmed in you so that you are not lacking in any gift as you eagerly await the revolution, the revelation, revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will also confirm you in the end, blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful through whom you were called into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Ready? Now I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all agree and there be no division among you, but that you be made complete in the same mind and in the same judgment. For I have been informed concerning you, my brothers and sisters, by Cleo's people, that there are quarrels among you, Chloe's people. Yeah, this don't look right. No, nah, yeah, I was going to say, I was 1 through 11. Hmm. Hmm. Don't worry about it, brother. I am. No, I'm not worried, but. I see a lot of comfort. No, that's not, that's not it. But I'll explain. Well, basically, it was talking about uh, how God gives out gifts, and he gives them, gives them out as he severally wills, basically, uh, in a sense, like he gave out healing and gift of healing and things like that. And uh, one of the gifts is faith and things like that. But what I wanted to emphasize on, he gives those as he severally wills, basically sovereign as he wills right that's one way how god moves as a sovereign move right and uh that's what we was getting at an example of a sovereign move what i mean where god chose it and you didn't just lead lean 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 and pull on faith but it was basically god chose it one example is rob robert davis right there on the right that's an example yeah. <clears throat> what god did through him but also an example of scripture would be matthew uh 8 16 through 17 you got something i think like yeah i think something. it's um first corinthians 12 1 through um 12 okay let's go there man I, I definitely i really wanted to read it and i probably wrote it down the wrong way it happens it happens people 12 1 through 11 that's what it is yep that's it thank you brother. there it goes all right all right let's now concern yeah thank now you, concerning spiritual gifts brothers and sisters i do not want you to be a <clears throat> excuse me now concerning yep, spiritual thanks, gifts, dear. brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be una unaware. You know that when you were pagans, you were led astray to the mute idols. However, you were led, <clears throat> however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the spirit of God says Jesus is accursed and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Now, there are varieties of gifts, varieties. varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are varieties of ministries and the same Lord. There are varieties of effects, but the mm -hmm. same God who works in all these things in all persons. But to each one is given the manifestation of the spirit <clears throat> for common good. Go ahead and scroll down, brother. All right, brother. You get some water. Uh, not a, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am in a minute. For to the one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit and another mm -hmm. the word of knowledge according to the um, same spirit. To mm -hmm. another faith by the spirit and to another gifts of healing by the one spirit and another the effecting of miracles. And then to another prophesied to another the um, prophecy. Prophecy and the, another <clears throat> the distinguishing of spirits discernment mm -hmm. to another various kinds of tongues and to another the interpretations of tongues but one in the same spirit works all these things distributing to each one individually just as he wills so this points <clears throat> out <clears throat> points out that god gives these things and this is speak this is paul speaking to the corinthian church once again this is paul speaking to the corinthian church because they was filled with the spirit and they was getting crunk. You know what I'm saying? And, and But they they needed order. And this is Paul putting these things in order. But it shows how God gives these things to all kinds of people. Rob, my brother, has plenty of words of knowledge all the time. He gives people words. He said, man, I'm giving you a word. But God moves on him that way. Right? Yeah. And these things can work in the personal sense as well as the church sense. And there's different flow. And what I mean, oh, let me say it like this. Uh, these things can work in your personal flow. There's a personal flow of this, and then there's a spiritual flow of this. And these things also work together sometimes, yeah. right? So a word of wisdom can be with prophecy, 
at the same time. Speaking right. the tongues can be with prophecy at the same time. And, you know, a lot of people uh, back in the day, they, they have problems with folks that speak in tongues because it's like, yo, later on in this chapter, Paul says, you know, let uh, let someone interpret. So it'd be like, hey, if somebody spoke in tongues and somebody interpret and they're not recognizing there are different flows of this. There's a church flow. So within a church setting, if your pastor is up there preaching and somebody stands up and go to speaking in tongues, blah, 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 blah. I'm not saying it like blah, 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 but I'm just saying, for example, you know, they're speaking and nobody's interprets it, interprets that that is out of order. But if yeah. you in your house and you speaking in tongues, there's nobody going to bust in the door and <laughs> interpret it because that is a personal flow. Now, example of that, Paul said that I speak in tongues more than all of you, which yeah. means when nobody running around, okay. Interpret it. Interpret it. No, there's a building up of your most holy faith of that. That's just for that's for another Bible study. But I just wanted to point that out. Now, it also said here these different ways. Another gifts of healing by the one spirit. There's some people that operate in like a gift of healing people. Right. But here's the thing. What it says at the end, this moves as he wills. wills. He is yes. God. That is as he will. Nobody has control over these gifts. Right. Only thing you can do is open your mouth and shut your mouth. That's the only thing you can yeah. do. But the gifts get to operating when God wills for them to operate. Now, what we can do as believers is create an atmosphere where that can happen. In other words, where it's an atmosphere of worship and praise and we are ushering in a, a, a different, a, a higher level of God because we're all in one mind and we're worshiping him. We can create that, but we can't make nothing happen. It's as he wills. And we can never forget that when it comes to healing, right? And, uh, you know, a lot of these uh, healing evangelists, I'm not going to say that. It's not an improper statement for someone to be a healing evangelist, but it is an improper statement to say, I guarantee somebody going to get healed tonight because you don't know. You don't know. What you can say is that we're going to create an atmosphere where God, if he wants to move, he'll he move, move freely. Yes. That's what we can say. You know what I'm saying? But we can't be like, all right, the atmosphere is right and all that. He finna heal. Watch that. Unless, unless there's one right here where it says, uh, a court word of knowledge to the, according to the same spirit to another faith. Faith. There is a gift of faith. What I mean is like a supernatural faith where it's like, okay, you believe something and it happens just like that. Boom. Because there's a gift. Like God's gifting on that thing, almost just like it's, it's a strong gifting on that thing where he moves right then. Not that you're commanding. He impresses that on you. And there's a strong gifting where it's like, OK, yo, I believe I believe right now your leg is going to grow out. And you'll be like, what does that mean? Leg going to grow out. What? But God is pressing that on somebody. And then you say it and then you look up and then, OK, this dude had a uh, I can't one leg like yeah. this. All of a sudden it's like this. And we don't know how it happened, but God impressed on you to say that thing, and then it happened. That's a gift of faith. But, like I say, with these things, all these things listing, listed here, there's a ministry flow, which I mean as a body of the church, as an operation of a church, as an operation of an outreach of a church, as an operating as a tent meeting as in church order, and then right. there's a personal flow or a natural flow, right? And what I'm going to talk about uh, is... The sovereign move of God, where it's like God chooses, had nothing to do with your faith, nothing to do, uh, nothing to do with your believing, nothing to do with your tugging. He just did it. And then we're going to talk about where you believed on his word and he did it because of your faith. And a lot of people don't like hearing that. But um, let me tell you something. It is in the Bible. Jesus said so many times your faith has made you whole. He didn't say because I'm so great. He said, your faith has made you whole. And I know a lot of people feel like that could be out of order. But is we going to read the Bible or is we ain't going to read the Bible? That's what the Bible says. If the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ said, in one sense, daughter, your faith has made you whole. Or in that first scripture we read where, hey, I ain't see this much great faith because of your faith. And your you're daughter. outside of yeah. the covenant and you're outside yeah. of the uh, chosen family, the royal family, as they say, because of your faith, your daughter going to be healed. And that is important because what we don't like in the church world is anything to be our responsibility. It is so easy for us to say it's all up to God. It's all up to him. He's in control. Yeah. 
in a sense, God is in control. But what happens when God is in control and he tells you to take care of it? Who is that for? You feel what I'm saying? Give you an example as, as a child. Uh, Rob is sovereign over Devin. He yep. gives them clothes. He feeds them. He gives them a home. He tells them to do this. Tell them to do that. This is time for you to go to bed, Devin. Time for you to get up and go to school. Time for you to do this. But you know what Devin has? His own mind. You ever met Devin? You know that. <laughs> Not talking bad about my, 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 my little nephew, but Rob, get what I'm saying. He has his own mind. And if he do something wrong, that's not Rob's fault. That's Devin's fault. But Rob can have it all set up and be the word sovereign over all that and make that. But Devin can do something out the way, and that's on him. So let's get it. All right. Uh, next, we are going to we're going to show some of the sovereign moves of God. And that Matthew I wanted y'all to. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted y'all to understand the difference in that. And when I'm saying that, sovereign or his, or his choosing to make it easier, his choosing. So first we go on to Matthew, and we're going to be spending a lot in the Gospels here. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, uh, as well as you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Yeah, all four of them, the four. And they call it not synoptic gospel. That's for all them soup, <laughs> deep. Theological really? folks And all that means They similar <laughs> Big word for no reason They just similar All similar gospel Because all All four of them was there In some of these situations That they're uh, yeah. Showing people And you know They have different accounts In different ways Like Luke may be more detailed Because he was A doctor You know what I'm saying Alright all right, so we're right. going to Matthew first Matthew uh, 8 14 through 15 Let's go brother all right. Now, when evening came, they brought to him many who were demon possessed and he cast out the spirits with the word and healed all who were ill. Just scroll down a little bit. It's it's under that other part. If you can, this happened so that it, it was on, spoken. What, what, what? I said 14, brother. Oh, my bad. When Jesus <laughs> came into Peter. Yeah, it sounds like you said 16. Oh, all right. When Jesus came into Peter's home, he saw his mother-in-law lying sick in the bed with a fever and he touched her hand and the fever left her. And she got up and waited on him. All right, now 16. Okay, now when the evening came, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, mm -hmm. and he cast out the spirits with the word and healed all who were ill. All right, and then first 17. You still no, got 17. Good. Okay, there we go. We're good right there. Uh, what first illustration of a sovereign move of God. When Jesus came to Peter's home, he saw his mother-in-law sick. He saw Peter's mother-in-law sick laying in the bed with a fever. And he touched her head, right? And the fever left her and she got up and waited on him. Other words, she got up and, you know, cooked him some food or whatever. So God, who is Jesus as well, saw that she was sick and he moved on her and touched her. It didn't say Peter's mother-in-law prayed, did it? It didn't say Peter said, come deal with my mother-in-law. No, God came in there. The son of God walked in the room. Ooh, she's sick. Bingo. He, he didn't do it like that, but he looked at her and noticed she's sick. She need to be well, laid my hands on her, and it got up. That is an example why I say a sovereign move. It had nothing to do with nobody's faith. It had something to do with God's choosing, his choosing to do that. Right? No, no, I'm um, looking at D. Um, D was giving an example of um, God's healing. She had a dream last week when she was talking about being sick. I don't know if you saw um, if you saw the um, thing down there, but she was just saying just shit. Yeah, ahead, she bro. had a she she had a dream where she had a fever, and um, in her dream, Jesus picked her up, took her to the water, brought her back, and when she woke up, her bed was drenched, but her fever and everything was gone, and she she felt better. She was telling me about that today when we mm -hmm. was at work. So, but that that's a way that that's another you know, example. That's, that's another, another example. example of a sovereign move of God. God chose to heal her, healed her in her sleep, had a dream about it, and it literally happened in real life. Salute, praise God, sis, praise God. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we are going to Mark 3, 1 through 6. Mark 3, 1 through 6. Here we go, right. brother. And this is uh, Jesus where Jesus heals on the Sabbath. On Sabbath. Oh, this yeah, made he, some of the uh, yeah, uh, Pharisees mad. Go ahead, brother. I'm in the default, super mad. He entered the synagogue again, and a man who was there, <clears throat> hand had, was withered. And mm -hmm. they were watching him closely to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath so that they may accuse him. He said to the man with the withered hand, get up and come oh. forward. Hey, pause one second, bro. What's funny about this? I had muted myself. I was coughing. What's funny oh. about this? They was watching to see if he was gonna heal. Yeah. They already had faith he was gonna heal, <laughs> and they was accusing him. They wanted to kill him. They're like, "Watch, see, he gonna heal somebody." Anyway, go ahead. On the on on the Sabbath, right? He said to the right. man with the withered hand, "Get up and come forward." And he said to them, "It is lawful to do good on the Sabbath, or 
to do is harm to save is a, it lawful? Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath or to do harm to save a life or to kill? I'm gonna let I, you scroll, scroll a little bit, up. brother. Got you, brother. Yeah. You but they kept silent after looking around at them with anger, gr- um, with with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart. He said to the man, "Stretch out your hand." And he stretched it out, and it, his hand was restored. The Pharisees went out and immediately began conspiring with the Herodians, Herodians. yeah, against him as to how they might put him to death. So, so many things are going on right here. Number one is that of the subject we're talking about, a sovereign move of God. God looked at the man's hand with the withered hand. I mean, we looked at the man with the withered hand, took care of it. Also going on in the background was the Pharisees mad that he was going to heal on their Sabbath, their holy day, the day set aside for you should be resting. Basically, they mad because he healed somebody on the resting day. They should be rejoicing that the man is healed. Resting day or not, man, skip the resting day. This man came in with a little, little hand, little hand, little head dude. All of a sudden, his hand is straight now. Everything is yeah. good, and it's fully restored. And then looked at the way Jesus thought about that. He looked around at them, and he was angry, grieved mm-hmm. at the hardness of their heart. Because they so goofy, dumb to dum dums I'm mad that you're doing this on Sunday. Well, I, why he going to do it on Sunday? What's wrong with him with doing all that? That they can't see the blessing in the fact that this man's hand was healed. Jesus. Go ahead, bro. No, it's, it's just... Sometimes church folk like that today, man. They Ain't so look they they looking at what they don't agree with so much that they can't see the move of God right in front of them or what God has done, the miracle in front of them, because they so worried about their tradition that mm-hmm. they were stuck in. And that's mm-hmm. what the Pharisees, they were worried about their position, how they dressed, how they look, right. that you know, right. um keep, you know, knowing the word of God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's that yeah. was them. And they sat there and like she said, they knew he could heal. Yeah. They had faith in him. Yeah. And that's the sad part. They had faith that this man was going to heal, but they was just waiting to see. Why, why, watch, he, watch he heal him. Watch him do it. All right, we'll go. I'm trying to get a couple of these before we run out of time. We're going to Matthew. Uh, yeah, I don't. I did it. Matthew 9, 32 and 33. <laughs> okay. We could just pop back on it uh, next time. Uh, that, that, that's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> Let this be your last, bro. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to Matthew 9, 32 and 33. Matthew 9, 32 and 33. Here we go. And as they were going out, behold, a demon-possessed man who was unable to speak was brought to him. And after the demon was cast out, the man was previously unable to speak, talk, and the crowds were amazed and were saying, nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. Once again, they just brought him to him. Did the man say, I believe you to be here? Do I believe this? Did Jesus even ask that? He just healed him. It wasn't even that. So I'm not saying that saying those things and having faith to be healed is not important. It is important. But sometimes God just do, he just do it because he loves you. It doesn't mean he don't love you if you ain't healed. It just means it's as he wills. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. I think like another thing something. that you have to, I do, because you, this is another thing. Sometimes grandmama and them prayers, this, this is, this is proof. Cause if you look at it all through the Bible, sometimes mm-hmm. them people wasn't, they didn't come on their own people right. with faith for them. You right. know, this is the important of praying over your children, praying over, you know, praying over your family members, your spouse, your, 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 your you know, yeah, wh- whatever the case may be, friends, however you want to look at it, because they brought them to Jesus and, other people's faith can also you can the gifts you know what i'm saying so yeah. that, that their measure of faith can get you through you can tap in from that way all right we're going lastly for tonight and we're getting to uh healing through faith examples of that through the on our next bible study but this right here the last one john uh five no i mean it's right yeah john chapter five and then verses five through nine John chapter five, verses five through nine. Let's go. Okay. Now a man who was, man. Now a man was there who had been ill for 38 years. Jesus upon seeing this man lying there and knowing that he had already been in the condition for a long time said to him, do you want to get well? The sick man answered him, sir, I have no man to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. Go ahead. Jesus said, said to him, get up, pick up your pallet and walk. Immediately the man began, uh, became well and picked up his pallet and began to walk. Background on this story. At this area, there's a 
this is uh, the man at the pool of uh, Bethesda, and there was an angel that would come stir the water, and they, it was known that if you got in that water, you was going to get healed. Well, this man's paralyzed. He can't get in the water. So he's in the bed right by the water. The angel comes, stir it up, and he can't get in. And he was talking about everybody jumping in the water before me. Jesus just asked him, yo, you want to be healed? He said, yeah, I do, man. Can't nobody put me in the water when it's stirred, stirred up. Jesus told him, get up, pick up your pallet, and walk. Once again, this is a sovereign move of God. Now, Adam let me show you this, though. On the other side, though, there is faith involved. Jesus told him, get up, get, pick up your pallet, and walk. He had the ability to get up and walk because Jesus told him. What if he didn't get up? Who fought that would have been? Yeah, if he would have said, to I think can't. Something to think about. Right. Something to think about. Now, Jesus gave him the power, gave him the word, gave him the command, Get up, pick up your pallet and walk. He could have been like, but my ankle's ashy. <laughs> but I can't do this. He just got on up and got on. He immediately became well, picked up his pallet and walked. He got on up and walked. So there's a few examples of uh, sovereign moves of healing. Like we said before, healing comes through different ways uh, in review a little bit. God is the only source of healing, but it comes in different ways. The two different ways are a sovereign move uh, as well as a sovereign move and by faith. We'll get to that next week. Two ways God moves through healing is by your faith and a sovereign move. Now, God showed you have seen in multiple examples. God to just do it. You don't know the rhyme or reason. You don't know the why. He just right. does it. Right. Uh, I've I mentioned this multiple times, but I say this because it's, Rob is the perfect example. He was in a backslidden condition. God still did it. If Probably Rob in his right mind now said, okay, I didn't even deserve that at that moment. But he's, oh. God was so good. They say he saw fit. No, nah, my son going to be healed. Point blank, period. You know what I mean? And then we we also went through uh, healing in the Old Testament, went through scriptures there, and to show how it happened in the Old Testament, kind of operating a different way because uh, with Abimelech and all that, and he's about to marry somebody else's wife. Uh, Abraham was tripping, talking about that's my sister because she was so pretty. He felt like he didn't deserve to have her. And he thought about it, somebody was going to kill her and take it, take his woman because she was fine. <laughs> so he lied. But God uh, met Abimelech in a dream, told him that, yo, you sleep with her. It's going to be a curse upon your own house and your women going to be barren. Then, you know, Abimelech said, no, you can have this woman back and take some money and take some donkeys and take whatever you want, bro. Get up out of here because I ain't finna be cursed by God and I need to make these babies. Babies was very important in those times as now. But back then it really meant something having children. So, you know, God and Abraham prayed to God and God healed them of that barrenness. And that was like really the first healing to operate in the Bible. And then we went through the scripture of what healing is children bread. Illustrating the scripture in, illustrates how healing is intended for people within the covenant uh, slash faith, but it's still available for anyone outside of faith. That's where the healing is the children's bread uh, sentiment comes from Matthew 15 through 26, where it was the woman outside of the covenant came and talking to Jesus. Jesus is uh, uh, not Pharisees Disciples like Yo get up out of here She's shouting and stuff She out of yeah. order She out of pocket You know what I'm saying Get up yeah. out of here She messing up the Messing up the meeting She like Hey son of David Have faith Have mercy on me Son of David She screaming Saying all that Get up out of here And Jesus like Yo we don't I don't get a uh, <laughs> I don't get a bread To the dogs And it seemed Very disrespectful But in the end Jesus praised the woman Say hey Great is your faith Your daughter will be healed And uh, At the beginning The Biblical definition, no, we read that one because I didn't print that right. The biblical definition of healing is the word heal or healing means to make solid or whole in the Bible. It means the restoration of health, making whole, the making whole or well, physically, mentally, or spiritually. In the Old Testament, the Lord God, Yahweh, yes, Yahweh, because when Jay's back then, alone was the source of all healing and still is actually. And every aspect of his life is dependent on the Lord God alone and then we lastly the first thing we went to was the Webster's definition of healing the act or process of curing or restoring to health number two the process of getting well this has been the opening part of the Bible study on healing I want you to know just as much as God wants you to be saved God is willing God wants and, and is willing for you to be saved is just as much as God wants and is willing for you to be Healed. It doesn't mean it's a magic pill. It doesn't mean that you are a genie. It just means God loves you. But 
one thing that we have to remember, we have to exercise and even believe God for, because a lot of us stop believing and we get into that mindset, well, whatever's going to happen, going to happen. He's in control anyway. But we got our own responsibilities and things we need to do as believers. And that calls us to be trusting in God and leaning on him and remembering when we fall sick to actually pray to him. Because when you're in the midst of sickness, sometimes it's hard to pray because you just, oh, this is so bad. Uh, and man, you know, a lot of men, we become babies when we get sick and wife come do this, pick up this, do all that. But we don't need to be putting all the pressure on our wives and people around us. We need to be putting the pressure on the one that can really heal us, which is God. Go ahead, bro. No, hey man, brother. Yeah, you 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 in you in your bag, brother. <laughs> in so your bag. You, so if you have never met or understood about the God we're talking about tonight, I want to introduce you to our Lord and Savior. The reason we even have the opportunity for healing is because Jesus died on the cross. He bore our sicknesses, bore our pains, all diseases. All these things were placed upon him. And when he got up again, our redemption got up. And you can have that. You can receive that today by confession. They said, what a heart man believeth, what a heart man believeth, and confession is made unto salvation. If you want Jesus to be your be your Lord and Savior, say, Jesus. I believe that you are the son of God. I believe you died and rose on the third day for my sins, for my pains, for my justification. And I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my life and make me whole. If you pray that, you will be saved. You will be set free. And welcome to the kingdom of God. And as we always Amen. say, find you a good church home and read the Bible. Understand yeah. if don't if if the King James is too hard for you, get you a translation that you can understand and then gradually move into other things as you as you understand it better. But don't stop reading the Bible. Don't stop praying. Spend time with God. Learn of yeah. him. And lastly, find you a good church. And if the first church ain't white right, do not give up on God. There are millions of churches everywhere, and there's one for you. There is yeah. one for you. Amen. Amen. Go ahead, bro. Only thing I have is hey, just be encouraged, stay in your word. As you saw, it was a lot of folks that tried to discourage those to be healed and they had to keep pressing. So just keep pressing toward that mark and, and keep um, seeking God's face. All right. With that being said, we will be back tomorrow night with uh, our sports show. And then Thursday night, we'll be back with our music and faith show. Uh, tune in tomorrow if you are a football fan. Uh, we will have some guests on from all yep, angles man. of football, college and the NFL as well. But with that being said, uh, get into your word and we will continue this Bible study on healing the week after next. With that, I'm C. Micah. I'm Robert Dean. We out, man. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Take life. Take life. Take life. Take life. Take life. Got me bound, trying to make some clones